Hello, everyone. My name is Susanna Seidel-Fox, and I'm the Program Director for Culture and the Arts at Salzburg Global Seminar in Salzburg, Austria. I'm really so honored to be part of this year's Fair Saturday Forum because the connections between culture and social innovation have been at the heart of my work at Salzburg Global for many, many years now. And I really feel a deep affinity for this Fair Saturday movement. Our organizations are really kindred spirits in many ways. Of course, I'd much rather be there in Bilbao with all of you and meet you in person, because I always find it a bit challenging to be speaking when I cannot really see the audience. So as amazing as it is to connect with so many of you in this way, I would much prefer to be meeting you in Bilbao, maybe visiting the Guggenheim Museum with some of you later today, or having a glass of Rioja in one of the amazing bars later this evening. So let's all hope for the best for next year. In any case, I've been asked to tell you a little bit about my organization, Salzburg Global Seminar, and how we've been adapting to the current and very challenging situation, and what lessons we have learned since the pandemic began over a year ago. I was also asked to talk about our vision for the future and thoughts that we have on how we can contribute to building back better and shaping a better future for all. So first, just a little background on Salzburg Global Seminar. We are a completely independent nonprofit organization, and our mission is to challenge current and future leaders to shape a better world by bridging divides, expanding collaboration, and transforming systems. We were founded back in 1947 by two Americans and an emigre from Austria who were students together at Harvard University. Their vision was to bring people from war-torn Europe and the United States back together again and to reestablish intellectual dialogue and exchange. A sort of martial plan of the mind is how they often describe their endeavor. The famous anthropologist Margaret Mead was the chair of that first program 75 years ago, and her well-known quote, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. And that quote really describes the central premise of our work. And again, that's where we feel very strongly connected to Fair Saturday and with all of the organizations and people participating in this event. And that is this belief that positive change through cultural and social innovation is indeed possible. For the past 75 years, during which Salzburg Global has evolved from a transatlantic to a truly global organization, we've been convening people from around the world to search for new solutions to global problems. And we have done this in a Baroque palace, Schloss Leopoldskron, here at the foot of the Alps on the outskirts of Salzburg, Austria. Our home base previously belonged to the famous theater director, Max Reinhardt. And I would guess that some of you would probably even recognize our terrace from the film, The Sound of Music, which was filmed here um, many years ago. Our programs range from planet and health, education and work, media and voice, finance and governance, justice and security, to culture and society. We've convened close to 36,000 people over the course of 75 years and have fellows in over 170 countries around the world. 
We bring people together to seek solutions to the complex problems of our world, usually in smallish groups of no more than 60, which is the capacity of our hotel. And we convene across generations, sectors, and disciplines to brainstorm innovative approaches to global issues and inspire new thinking and action to connect local innovators with global resources. We foster lasting networks and partnerships for creative, just, and sustainable change. So in terms of how the current situation has impacted our organization and our work, like most everyone listening, the COVID-19 pandemic has thrown a dangerous and unexpected wrench into our work and our lives. At our program last fall that was entitled, What Future for Festivals? A participant said, we are all in the same storm, but we are also in very different boats, weathering this storm in quite different ways. It's a wild seascape, I think, that is characterized by uncertainty, disparity, and risk. And we've all had to respond to this situation with creativity, empathy, flexibility, and innovation. Like many cultural institutions, Salzburg Global has also had to move all of its programs online this past year. Our staff has been working in home office for over 12 months, and the hotel that we run as a social enterprise to support our nonprofit work has been closed much of the past year. Moving our programs online, however, has e exceeded even our own expectations in that it has helped us connect with and reach even more people in more places around the globe. So we have been able to scale up many of our programs with an expanded global reach and a simultaneous reduction of our carbon footprint. And yet, as good as online meetings have proven to be, we're very much looking forward to the day when we can also meet in person again, in addition to convening people online. And haven't we all realized that something truly essential is missing from not being able to be together, to attend live performances or events, go to festivals, to theaters, to concerts? We all realize with greater clarity than ever before that human beings need to be together, we need to connect at the emotional level. We need to, the live experience to develop trust and to experience those feelings of deep joy, empathy, and connection. Two-dimensionality really only goes so far. We need the three dimensions to feel alive. And after more than a year spent on Zoom, we need more than a flat computer screen to feel truly connected. I trust we'll all value and appreciate being together again with other people when it is possible and safe again. We will no doubt take much of this learning forward and online aspects of our work are here to stay. Hybrid ways of working will become part of our new normal and they will certainly help us enhance our impact and will help us connect and stay connected with our participants before and after any physical convenings that can take place again in person in the future. Now to focus my comments more specifically on so social and cultural innovation, I wanted to share with you some of the projects and programs we plan to implement in the near term. 
Our Culture, Arts and Humanity program focuses on the transformative and the humanizing power of the arts and how they can contribute to shaping a better world. We've convened programs over the past decades looking at many intersections between culture, arts, and social innovation. We've convened programs such as Beyond Green, the Arts as a Catalyst for Sustainability, the Neuroscience of Art, what are the sources of creativity and innovation, conflict transformation through culture, peace building and the arts, and the Art of Resilience, Creativity, Courage, and Renewal. So this is just to name a few of our programs in recent years. Through our Young Cultural Innovators Forum, which was founded over eight years ago, we have also created a vast global network of more than 350 young cultural innovators whose creative work in 22 hubs and regions around the globe is contributing to the positive and just social and economic development of their communities. A year ago, when we began to postpone our programs or had to move them online, we first thought, well, by the fall, we should be able to continue again in person. And then by the fall, we were just entering the second wave of the pandemic here in Austria. And when the vaccines were first announced earlier this year, we were, of course, quite jubilant with everyone else around the world, hoping, okay, maybe we can convene some programs again by this summer. Well, by now, I think we have all realized that it is going to take longer for everyone around the world to have the chance to get vaccinated and that things aren't going to go back to the way they were very soon. And we're still discovering what our next normal will look like. To state the obvious, this is really a seminal moment in our lives. At least that is how I see it. This has been such a major global disruption, and it is forcing us to reassess what we thought of as normal. We also need to acknowledge that many things were already a disaster beforehand and just came into clearer focus through the pandemic. This really is a major opportunity to reimagine our lives, our work, our futures, and the cultural sector Although it has suffered even more than most other sectors during the pandemic, it has such a crucial role to play in these processes of reimagination and regeneration. It is a critical moment to reintegrate culture and the arts into economic and social regeneration strategies, to finally recognize the value of culture and the arts for the well-being of all citizens, and to harness their power to unite people even when it might still be impossible for us to come together physically. I do believe that we can build back better, much better, by inserting more cultural knowledge into planning and decision-making processes going forward. We have done that to a small extent up until now, but we need to dramatically scale up these efforts. And perhaps this is also a rare moment when policymakers and decision-makers might have more of an open ear in light of the truly unprecedented nature of the pandemic and the pre-existing compounding crises of climate change and social inequality. Our culture and the arts program this year will therefore seek to highlight the humanizing power of the arts 
and identify and articulate ways that the sector can contribute to building back greener, healthier, smarter, and fairer. Major rethinking needs to be happening, and the culture and art sector must be at the table as societies reassess, reimagine, and restructure their futures. The power, influence, and creative imagination of the cultural sector needs to be inserted in upcoming worldwide efforts to reframe systems that were already in dire need of complex reform before being further disrupted by COVID. The pandemic has brought into painfully sharp focus the inequalities and the urgency of existing problems confronting our societies. It has also made the basic human need for artistic and creative expression more apparent and palpable than it has been in decades. The humanizing, transformative, and enabling power of the arts, therefore, rep represents a foundational principle for regeneration. Far from being non-essential workers, as they have so inappropriately been classified as by many governments in their pandemic lockdown policies, artists, culture bearers and culture workers are truly essential workers and will have essential contributions to make in coming years to new strategies for societal well-being and redefinitions of what it means to be human in our complex interconnected world. Cultural considerations should not just be add-ons or afterthoughts to policy development. Rather, they must be central to the formulation of imaginative, just and sustainable approaches if they are to succeed going forward. In our Culture, Arts and Humanity Forum this year, we will therefore be focusing on the systemic relevance of the arts and culture sector for creative reforms in the four target areas of health, justice, climate, and education. We'll seek to connect research, policy, and practice in more imaginative and effective ways and we will promote and catalyze the intersections between the arts and culture sector and these four interrelated strands of work. Promoting health and well-being, advancing social justice and processes of decolonization, mitigating climate change and designing a greener planet, and reimagining creativity in education and learning. These are not new findings or realizations, but somehow the arts and culture sector has remained too much on the sidelines and has not been well enough incorporated into societal decision-making processes. We want to amplify cultural voices, help policymakers hear them, and facilitate creative, unusual, and innovative connections across sectors. With our expansive global change network of more than 36,000 fellows, Salzburg Global is uniquely positioned as a strategic platform to support, advocate, and help these much-needed creative cross-sectoral and holistic approaches to systemic transformation. I know that there are many other initiatives out there working on similar agendas, and I do hope that we reach out and support each other even more in these common efforts to shape a better world through online events such as this one, and hopefully also by future meetings, events, and collaborations in person. Together, we are a force that cannot be ignored. I look forward to creative collaborations with many of you in the future. I know we can build back better together, much better. <laughs>